everyone, I'm Dr. Cox, and today I want to talk to you a little bit about sleep and why is that important in your weight loss journey. Well, you know, first I want to define a few things that when we're talking about weight loss, I think it's important to distinguish uh, weight that we see on a scale and the weight we're actually trying to lose. So when I talk about in the context of weight loss, I'm actually talking about uh, body fat weight loss, not overall weight loss. That's really important for you to understand because um, when you just weigh yourself on a scale, you may have a perception that you're not progressing that you want, but depending on what you're doing, it may be that you're actually increasing muscle mass and losing body fat. Therefore, it's basically a, a, a neutral gain or loss. So you have this perception that you're really not losing weight, but you're actually kind of re-sculpturing your body. So I think it's important to understand when I'm talking about weight loss, I'm talking about body fat loss. So one thing that's important is, is to not underestimate or undervalue the importance of sleep in your weight loss journey. Sleep has a huge impact on you, uh, both good and bad. Um, so some simple things that sleep uh, does that may actually make you gain weight is it just simply gives you an opportunity to eat more. If you're awake, you're at more risk of eating more. So increasing your length of sleep basically means you're going to have less opportunity to eat. So that's one benefit that sleep has for you. Another one, though, is is often we associate uh, weight loss with exercise. Now, first, uh, in, in other uh, videos, I'll talk to you about uh, exercise and weight loss. But the reality of it is, is uh, weight loss itself is really nutrition dependent. Weight maintenance really is, is both nutrition and exercise. So when I'm talking to you about uh, pure weight loss, it is possible to obtain weight loss without exercising. Uh, because the most important factor in weight loss is nutrition. Okay? But having said that, often people associate exercise with weight loss. And if you're not sleeping well or you're not getting adequate sleep, you're going to just be tired. And when it comes time to exercise, you'll just kind of tell yourself, I'm just too tired. So it has an impact on your ability to exercise too, because simply if you're tired, you're less likely to do those, those types of things such as exercise. Now, also, uh, weight loss is important to uh, kind of mental fatigue, if you will. Um, so I've already said that weight loss or, or, or sleep is associated to less, less opportunities to eat. But if you're sleep deprived, you're also going to make uh, poor mental decisions because you really kind of have mental fatigue associated with that. And that means that you're most likely to make bad decisions in what you're eating. If you look at it, Sleep should be looked at that it's kind of a nutrient for the brain. Um, there's lots of studies that show that people that have sleep deprivation actually increases the uh, likelihood of developing uh, like dementia or cognitive uh, dysfunction. And that's a known fact because it kind of look at it like sleep is kind of a cleansing time for the brain. And it's when kind of all the metabolic waste is being uh, removed from the brain. And if you reduce that time, you're going to have a buildup of those kind of metabolic waste products that basically are detrimental to your cognitive function. So think of sleep as kind of a, a nutrient for your brain. Now, one thing is, is if you don't sleep enough, it triggers cortisol. And so you'll have chronically elevated cortisol. And when you have that kind of problem, cortisol kind of uh, is a signal to your body to conserve energy. And that means you're going to have a harder time in, in the context of burning fat. Your body is now basically trying to save energy because of the sleep deprivation. Now also, how your body burns energy is dependent on how your sleep is too. So if let's say you're trying to lose weight, 
they actually did a study where they took people that were on a calorie-restricted diet trying to lose weight and seeing what the impact of sleep had on them. So they basically put the group in a sleep deprivation uh, component and another group that was in uh, normal sleep. They both groups had the same amount of caloric intake. Well, they found that the group that was sleep deprived, the weight loss wasn't significantly different than the people that were in the normal sleep group. However, the type of weight loss was significantly different. The people that were in the sleep deprived group, about uh, a large percentage of their weight loss was due to a muscle mass loss. So they were losing weight, but they were actually losing muscle mass, which is something we don't want to do. Uh, in fact, they found out that basically their fat drop metabolism, it dropped by about 55% and their uh, protein metabolism increased by about 60%. So while if you looked at them on the scale, this group both lost similar amounts of weight, but the sleep deprived group was losing a significant amount of muscle mass as opposed to body fat. Uh, secondarily, another study from the University of Chicago basically said that just four days of sleep deprivation really produces that your body's or affects your body's ability to utilize insulin. And really you become uh, kind of insulin um, sensitive or, or more importantly, um, insulin resistant um, is probably the more appropriate way to say that. Um, and they found that basically just with four days of sleep deprivation, people's insulin uh, uh, sensitivity decreased by about 30%. And what that means is you're kind of becoming insulin resistant, which is well known lead down a path of diabetes and things like that. So again, when we're talking about sleep and weight loss, the sleep impacts us on a, a broad spectrum of things. Now it does affect our weight um, directly and indirectly, but it, it, but it has a lot of other consequences. So it's really essential that we are really scheduling ourselves so we're getting adequate sleep. So when we're talking about the insulin response, Basically what happens is, is if you kind of start to develop this, this insulin that's not working well, you end up having more fat in your bloodstream, which results in more fat storage. And so that's another consequence of sleep deprivation is that you need to have adequate sleep because your insulin response is also dependent on adequate sleep. Also, there's several studies that show sleep deprivation basically affects your food preferences. Sleep-deprived sleep individuals tend to make bad food choices. Now you can say, was well, this just really a matter of willpower that I've got that cognitive fog um, and, and so I'm just making bad food choices? Well, the reality is there's a physiological response. So uh, subjects were taken and they basically were looked at uh, using various techniques to analyze areas of the brain during sleep deprivation. And they found that the reward mechanisms seem to be some more reactive to foods when you're in a sleep de deprived state, meaning that, that if you're sleep deprived, not only are you making bad decisions because of the mental fog, but the way your brain is responding, it's wanting to reward you to make those bad decisions. And in fact, uh, that, that reward mechanism is amplified in sleep deprived people. Not only that, it's even morely more amplified by the types of food that you're being presented. So often people that are sleep deprived, that reward system is really kind of ramped up for the bad foods, the sugary snacks, salty snacks, high fat snacks. So your body's actually uh, responding in a way that it's not really just a matter of willpower. There's a physiologic response. 
and that's aggravated by sleep deprivation. So if you look at it, one of the mechanisms is sleep affects two hormones in the body, okay? One is lectin and one is ghrelin. And if you look at it, ghrelin is one is, is kind of the, the, the hormone that tells us that we're hungry. And for some reason, when people are sleep deprived, these hormones, how they interact with each other, it becomes kind of malfunctioned. And so you kind of kind of have the state of always hunger and your leptin's not, not working as well. Leptin is the hormone that is kind of the, the, the hormone that tells us when you're full. And when you're sleep deprived, there's really kind of a dysregulation or, or a mechanism that they're not working together uh, like they normally would. And it kind of drives you to feel hungry when you, when you normally wouldn't be. Uh, if you're sleep deprived, but also you don't feel as full as you would if you weren't sleep deprived. So there is hormonal facts related to sleep deprivation and your weight. So again, it, that's why I'm talking to you about sleep. Sleep is often overlooked as one of those things is how does that infect, uh, affect my weight? Remember, really a 30-year life is, is spent in sleep. And that also means a 30-year basic metabolic burn is during sleep. And so it's important that we're, we're allowing ourselves time to sleep appropriately so our body can, can do what it's designed to do uh, during that sleeping period. So the, the, the final thing uh, about why sleep is important is inflammation, okay? Uh, sleep, sleep deprivation causes chronic inflammation. It's essential to you because uh, we know that chronic inflammation leads to bad things like heart disease, stroke, diabetes, cancer. But just as important, sleep deprivation and inflammation causes chronic pain. Uh, and that also restricts your movement. So when you're thinking about movement, I know I'm not just talking in the context of exercise. In fact, if you look at your, your basic basal metabolic rate, and let's say you're, it's 2,500 calories, well, a majority of that is burned during non-exercise time. So normal uh, activities of living is when you're burning most of your calories, simply if you look at the 24-hour period. The problem is if you have chronic inflammation, your activity levels go down. So you're walking back and forth to the car, to the grocery store, things like that, all are decreased because of chronic pain, which is secondary to chronic inflammation. So sleep is essential uh, to help prevent chronic inflammation. So that's just some highlights about sleep. So what are some things you can do to improve your sleep? Well, first of all, you can turn off technology. So, you know, a couple hours before you go to bed, stop using the computer, stop using your cell phone, turn the TV off. It's well known that not only the blue light, but just the stimulation affects your sleep. Secondarily, save the, the bedroom for sleep. That's really what you should look at it, is sleep and sex. Don't read in bed, don't do other activities in bed really kind of program your mind that uh, when you're laying in bed, you're there to sleep. That takes me to, you need to have a, a bedtime ritual. You should really go to sleep at the same time and get up at the same time, even on the weekends. Your body is very much dependent on your circadian rhythms, and you can really screw up those rhythms with just one, one night of sleep deprivation. And it's important to understand that the body doesn't really catch up on the weekend. So if you're like, I'm gonna be sleep deprived during the week, then sleep more on the weekend. It really doesn't work that way. Just the one night of sleep deprivation is very detrimental uh, to your body. Next thing is what you eat and when you eat it, okay? So obviously stimulants, caffeine, nicotine, things like that. 
should really be avoided long before your bedtime. Uh, but in addition, just regular food, meals, dinner, things like that, you should probably have at least a couple hours of no food intake prior to bedtime. That's multiple reasons why, but if you eat right before bed, you may have gastric reflux that's causing you to have indigestion, which interferes with your sleep. Then also your body's trying to metabolize this food, which means the body's trying to work, which also interferes with your sleep. So again, what and when you're eating is very important in, in your sleep. The next thing is the body's designed to sleep in a dark environment. So you may need to get blackout shades or, or, or something like that, but really you wanna have as much uh, darkness or minimal light as possible. Another thing is your body tends to actually cool off during the night where about four in the morning, we actually have a temperature decrease. So a cold environment or cool environment actually does help us sleep. So you might wanna turn your thermostat down a little bit at night so you have that cooler environment that actually does promote better sleep. Then also, like I already said, uh, we'll talk more about physical activity uh, in other videos, but it is known that if you have some physical activity that does actually promote better sleep. And then finally, you really got to remember to try to get seven to eight hours of sleep at night. Uh, anything less than seven is, is detrimental. So you really should try to, to get a minimum of seven. I know it's kind of a badge of honor in today's world on, on reducing the sleep, but the reality of it is if you're really trying to be a healthy uh, person and you're on that uh, healthy or wellness journey, adequate sleep, which means uh, greater than seven hours of sleep is really what you need. So again, take your sleep seriously. It's gonna help you be more productive. You're gonna have a, a better attitude and you're gonna enjoy life more and it's gonna promote your more wellness for you. So get some good night's rest. Thank you.